0: perfect
1: bang on my chest if you think i'm perfect go ahead bang on it
2: no heart you gotta have heart miles and miles of heart this is patchwork heart ministries young catholics respond brought to you by breadbox media now here's your host bill snyder
0: Thanks, Adam, and welcome to the program, everybody. I am Bill Snyder. This is Young Catholics Respond, and thank you so much for tuning in, everybody, this year as we are at our last episode of 2020. What a year, right? And I am so blessed to have so many wonderful guests on this program this year, and thank you for your support and listening to us. I want to remind you that you can still make a donation to Patchwork Heart Ministry this year, and as the year closes out today, please consider prayerfully donating to us. All you got to do is head over to our website, patchworkheart.org, to make your tax-deductible donation so that we can continue our heartbeat strong into 2021. I don't want to spend too much time talking about ourselves and asking for money, though, today because I have a wonderful guest with me, And her name is Kim Zember. And she speaks internationally about the love and freedom she has found in her life. She loves people and strives to be totally transparent to help others know that they are safe to do the same. When Kim is not in Southern California, she is most likely found in her home away from home, Ethiopia, surrounded by her 280-plus children. Kim, welcome to Young Catholics Respond, and thank you so very much for joining me today on Young Catholics Respond super excited to be on. Yeah. So Kim, your journey sounds incredibly fascinating. I know you have a new book out, which we're going to be discussing as well. It's called Restless Heart, My Struggle with Life and Sexuality. But Kim, tell me um, just your journey in your own words in the first half of the program. I, it just sounds fascinating.
3: Well, I'll be super brief. I know we don't have tons of time, but on that, um, yeah, I was born and raised Catholic. Um, third grade through eighth grade, went to private Catholic school, and grew up with a mom and dad that loved the Lord, uh, not just by not just by word, but by action and and everything. So I, I grew up truly with an amazing uh, foundation in the Lord, a family who was filled with the Spirit, um, and and living for the Lord. And but uh, it was about my uh, senior year in high school. Um, that I opened a door to something that, that actually changed my life, um, from that moment on. And, uh, it, yeah, I was attracted to, um, a girl, uh, in my, in my class and, um, I knew, I knew that it was not okay. What I, this desire that I had for her, um, I knew was not, was something I shouldn't act on. Um, but just cause you know, you shouldn't act on something doesn't mean you don't. And, uh. So yeah, it was my senior year. And uh, it was the first time I'd ever kissed a girl. And that night changed my life in a way that I would have never thought if someone would have stopped me in that moment and said, Kim, before you do this, I just want you to know your entire life's going to change. I'd have been like, come on, my friends are smoking weed, they're drinking, they're having sex, one was pregnant. Um, Me kissing a girl is not that big of a deal. Um, I would have swore that there was a lot of other things I could be doing. And, and unfortunately, instead of, you know, just looking at my own actions, I chose to compare them to others. Uh, and so I I minimized the reality of what I was doing based on what other people were doing. And um, unfortunately, that then opened the doors to a lifestyle um, and a life that I would have never thought uh, I would
0: actually be living. Wow. Um, what a what an incredible um, way to couch that? Mm. I, just just talking about a single moment, a single kiss, um, yeah. and the path that that led you down. Um, what were? Explain that path just a little bit more for our, our our listeners. And and I'm really interested by the way you said that. You know, in that single moment, if somebody wouldn't have, you know, if somebody would have told you, "Don't do this. It's going to change your." life drastically, um, I wonder how many people have looked back at moments like that in their own lives, it could be, you know, a number of things, you know, we, we spend a lot of time looking backward and looking forward at the end of a, at the end of a year, beginning of a new one, in the ways that we can change our lives, and so I just, I'm really interested in understanding, um, how, how now when you look back on that moment, um, how you would have approached something differently, but also how you can, um, use it as a motivator for your life now and just maybe fill in the gaps for us there.
3: Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, after that kiss, there was so much that, that unfolded, um, and that I chose to do and, and that's laid out in the book. Um, but in that, um, you know, like you just said, these, these moments that will drastically change our lives, whether it be drinking and driving, right. There's so many different things um, and maybe an accident that you've caused or whatever. Um, for me, looking back at that, it just makes me w- more aware now of like, wow, Lord help me to make decisions in you instead of just in myself and, um, and to look at and to live a little more, you um, you know, I haven't drawn blank on the word, but intentionally, right? Uh, to, to live intentionally and, and realize that our choices have massive effects, not only on our own lives, but on others as well and on society. And so, um, and that's kind of where the book even birthed from is like, I pray that somebody reads this book and is like, oh my gosh, I'm going to think before I just jump into this. Yes, I feel this, whatever that feeling might be or whatever that desire might be, but I'm going to actually like sit with the Lord with this. Yeah. before I do this. And I'm praying that someone can look at all that I've done um, and hopefully learn from it before they do maybe similar type things. And so I pray that it's used as, um, as like a lighthouse, you know, to show others danger that's ahead.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, I, I always say our stories are not our own. Uh, they're, they're, you yeah. know, we're meant for something larger and something better. Uh, and we're meant to share them. So so that's amazing that you're you know, doing that uh, and and that you have you know, come to understand yourself in such a way that you now know, OK, um, this is who I am. You know, this is my identity. Um, mm-hmm. And I what, what I what I would love to, um, you know, also you touched upon there was something about um, knowing that it was wrong knowing that it was, you know, not good, but, but just because you know that doesn't mean you're not going to do it. And, and, and I think there's also a lot of people out there who encounter that. I'd love you to talk to them for a moment, who, you know, have, have had a moment like that that has drastically changed their lives, and they know it. Mm-hmm. They, they know that that moment has changed their lives, and maybe they're listening to this. The Holy Spirit's prompted them to think about that moment right now, And share with them some maybe some steps and even in your own journey, how which I know is rather long and has some many different twists and turns to it, but share with them, okay, what is some steps to begin to come to grips with that, to begin to reverse, you know, your thinking, the the ideologies that might be going along with that, to come out of it and become a different person.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's important to note, I can't change myself. And so I surely can't and don't want to change anyone else. But what I did do, which I pray others don't, is I ignored that prompting. I ignored the small whisper that God kept whispering, right? Um, I kind of, you know, when you, it's, it's sometimes people experience this, maybe the first time you had sex, you're like, well, now it's done. So doesn't matter what I do from this point on, because I've, I've already given that up. My virginity has gone. And so I think sometimes when we do these actions, we kind of chalk ourselves off and we're like, well, I'm already down this path anyways. I might as well keep going. Well, I did that for years and I, I I pray, I pray, I pray that people, if if you did um, do something that you've realized, like, "Whoa, this is not good, and this is not right," that we have a Father in Heaven. It says the kindness of the Lord leads to repentance. That you would go after the Father's heart. That we would ask Jesus um, to help us to, to to ask for forgiveness, right, and to not repeat these things that we know are damaging to ourselves and, and most likely to others. If something's not good for me, it's probably not good for someone else either. Um, so my prayer would be that that people would, that we would stop in our tracks and that we would look at the Lord and we'd say, Jesus, we need you. Look, we don't have a savior because we're able to do it on our own. We have a savior because he saves us. He saves us from ourselves. He saves us from desires uh, that are not of him. It says in the word to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. We need the Holy Spirit's help. We need Christ to be our savior every day. And so my prayer is that whatever you've done, that you would turn to the Lord and say, help me, Lord, please forgive me, right? Uh, As Catholics, we have the gift of of the sacrament of confession, right? Uh, To go to confession, especially into this new year, to start fresh, ask the Lord for forgiveness and then ask him to strengthen you to get on that narrower path, the path that the world is not walking on, y'all. Like this is a a call to Christianity is narrow. There is gonna be self-denial, the denial of self, uh, the practice of self-control, the fruit of the spirit the gifts of the spirit um, help us to live out this Christian call in our life. And so you are never too far gone. You are never, you have never made such a bad decision. Look at, I mean, look at the prodigal son. We are all that person. But turn back to the Father, and when we turn back in repentance and we run back to Him, His arms are wide open, waiting to clothe us, it says with robes of righteousness and rings upon our finger, and brought back into the feast that He has for us. And so that is my prayer um, that you don't wait, do not delay. Satan, one of Satan's favorite lines is "later, later, later, later," and I pray you do not listen to that lie, and you just turn back to the Lord in repentance and receive his love that he has and his forgiveness.
0: Wow. That's so beautiful. Uh, and it's such a great call and reminder for us during this season of, uh, Christmas. And it's also, as we begin to, uh, move into a new year, it's such a huge, huge reminder for each and every one of us. Um, I, just to, just to come into that step into that, you know, repentance, uh, I have to take a break in a, in just a few minutes, but I Kim, but I want to ask you this, and we can always continue the discussion on the other half on the other side of the break. Um, authenticity and true self is something that uh, I think a lot of people ignore, and I think you know you just kind of touched on it a little bit, you know, within your uh, last little bit of uh, you know talking about that, you know, repentance, understanding who you are as a as a person of person of in, in Christ's love and understanding your worth through Christ's eyes. Um, you know, h- how do we go about doing that? How do we go about doing that?
3: Well, I think, Bill, that you it's really hard to identify as a child of God when you've identified as everything else. So I think it starts with, what are you even identifying with? And that could be a beautiful thing. Look, I have a missions in Ethiopia, and I have since for 13 years, but I don't call myself a missionary. My identity is not in the things that I do. My identity is whose I am, and I'm a child of God. And so when we when we put other things, even good godly things as our identity, I think it's really hard. Um, and so, and that could be I'm gay, or I'm straight, or I'm a priest, or I'm a nun, or I'm a mother, a father, right? All these, there can be things, whether good or bad, but the Lord says that we are His. And so I think it's starting with really checking our identity, and what we're identifying ourselves with and who we identify
0: ourselves with. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Uh for our listeners, you're listening to the voice of Kim Zember. She uh is an international Catholic speaker and uh author. We're going to be right back after these messages here on Young Catholics Respond. Don't go anywhere.
2: Patchwork Heart Ministry is committed to sowing hope into broken hearts by helping young people encounter the love of Jesus Christ and His Catholic Church through prayer, storytelling, and media initiatives. We invite you to prayerfully consider supporting this mission financially. Mail your tax-deductible donation to Patchwork Heart Ministry at P.O. Box 563 Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, zip code 53147 or visit PatchworkHeart.org to donate online. That's Patchwork Heart Ministry, P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin 53147 or online at PatchworkHeart.org. At times it seems like the world today is filled with so much division, bigotry and hatred. So it's up to us to make sure that we get back to the basics, and that is Jesus Christ and his message of faith, hope, and love. Faith, Hope, Love with John and Morgan Bender is a new project that seeks to do just that by engaging and inspiring Catholics within the Archdiocese of Milwaukee and beyond. Read personal faith stories, interviews, and news all by visiting the Faith, Hope, and Love Blog or follow us on Twitter at Johnny Bender MKE.
1: The words spoken by Our Lady of Guadalupe to Juan Diego nearly five hundred years ago are almost too good to be true. Asking that a temple be built at the site of her apparition, she promised that here I will give all my love, my compassion, my help, and my protection to all those who love me, cry to me, seek me, and who have confidence in me. Here I will listen to their weepings and alleviate all their sufferings, necessities, and misfortunes. My name is Alan Napleton and I live in Dallas, Texas. I have visited her shrine in Mexico City dozens of times, bringing my own petitions, and have found Our Lady to be true to her word. Over the years, I have brought hundreds of pilgrims to this holy place without incidents and have now founded Viva Guadalupe, a nonprofit that provides safe and inexpensive pilgrimages to Our Lady Shrine. If you would like to take our Blessed Mother up on her promise and learn more about how you can visit this special place of grace, please visit vivaguadalupe.org for more information. Judy Hare
0: was a bankrupt, homeless, drug-addicted college dropout on the brink of divorce, but is now a seminary graduate and devoted wife and mother of four children. What happened? Find out in her autobiography, Shattered, How God Restored My Heart and Life. Her journey of faith has been called brutally honest, truly inspiring, profound, heartbreaking, and life-changing. Shattered is available now for only $15 on her website, JudyHair.com, on Amazon.com, or at your local Catholic bookstore. As Judy says, it is never too late to become the person you deserve and desire to be. So stop wishing for change and start doing something about it by reserving your copy of Shattered today. Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network present Hear Your Faith, a brand new audio subscription service that features a growing collection of uplifting Catholic audio choruses, talks, and other exclusive content to help you grow deeper in your faith and knowledge of Catholicism. Subscribe today at patreon.com slash patchworkheartministry.
1: The St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith offers prayerful accompaniment for those who are affected by divorce and separation. We offer free online support meetings for those affected by divorce and for adult children of divorce. You can learn more about us at nonatus.org. That's N O N N A T U S dot Text or call 215 870 9913.
0: Your heart is always beating, but you never have to
1: think about it.
2: Welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. Once again, Bill Snyder. Welcome back, everybody, to this episode
0: of Young Catholics Respond. I'm Bill Snyder, and today my guest is Kim Zember. She's an international Catholic speaker and author of a wonderful book called my a Restless Heart, My Struggle with Life and Sexuality. So uh, please go and check it out. It is available through uh, Sophia Institute Press. Uh, it is a wonderful book. But, uh, Kim, I know you're talking in between the break, and uh, I, I would love it if you would talk to us a little bit about uh, who Jesus is. And, um, you, you know, our, we, we left off with the identity, who whose we are, right? You know, we, we have to identify as who we are, whether which is a you know son or daughter of, of God, uh, but but talk to us about who Jesus is because there's a big uh, misconception in today's society about that. Absolutely, um, and you
3: know I hear a lot of things are like, well Jesus is love. I said absolutely, Jesus is love. God is love, but in His love is truth and in his truth is love they they're in they're, you cannot separate the fibers of who god is right and so we have the god man jesus christ who came down flesh and blood right and so i've heard people say oh well jesus ate with sinners absolutely he ate with sinners and he still does today he eats with me he dines with us we are sinners but he does not high five us in our sin he does not celebrate sin the very thing he took upon his shoulders on calvary hill and so i think it's really important that we do not cre- recreate a new christ where it's peace and love bro like this hippie jesus right that's <laughs> just like peace and love bro you're all good man like just love 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 because that's not true that's not that's not who christ is on the on the other side of this he's also not hitler and he's not like you're damned and i condemn you and you are wrong so you're done right so he's not Jesus is not a Hitler and he's not a hippie. Um, He is Jesus Christ, true God and true man. He is holy love and fully truth, which are not to be separated. And so if I'm operating just in the truth of Christ without his compassion and his love, I have changed who he is. And if I'm operating in his compassion and his love minus his truth, then I'm also not operating in who he is. And a counterfeit Christ saves no souls. Jesus Christ, true God and true man saves. And so we really, as society, I think, need to be careful when we speak so much about love, but we f- we leave out the truth, right, about yeah. sin that separates us from the love of Christ and-, and vice versa. When we only talk about sin, which separates us, but we don't talk about the compassionate heart of Christ and God, the Father who loves us, who came down, right, in the form of man to bring us back into relationship with him. And so I think we have really... Um, tried to change that, and I think Satan got his hands on that because he knows that a counterfeit Christ, he's fine with that. He's not fine with the true Christ.
0: Yeah, and we can't do it alone. I think no. that's one of the big things that uh, Satan also share, you know, shares with us. He wants us to have the counterfeit, you know, version of Christ because if we do, then as you said, you know, counterfeit Christ saves no one, <laughs> mm-hmm, right? Right. But but then uh, when we step into the compassionate, loving, and truthful God, and we understand who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 recognize that that's exactly what we need. You mentioned earlier, I think, in the interview in the first half, that you know we need a savior. <laughs> so, so we can't do this alone. And um, share with us a little bit about um, you know what what that means to you. You know, people, especially along other people's journeys, you know, shouldering up with with like-minded people, finding yeah. like-minded people to, to walk with. Um, how, how, do, how, how do people go about doing that? You know, there, a lot of people are lost. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
3: Um, and, and that's why I did end up writing the book. Look, I didn't want to write a book about all the junk I've done. Uh, I don't know, maybe that's in the top 10 for some people, but it's not on mine. Uh, to expose everything you've done willingly. Um, But I put it out there because I knew that I needed someone to do that. I needed someone to relate to. I felt like I was alone in my journey. I felt like I was the only one that wanted to love God and live for him, but didn't know what to do with my desires. Um, And I didn't want to just ignore my desires and pretend that they weren't there. And so for me, the reason why the book even came out is so that people know they're not alone and they know that there's other people in the world that are struggling with the same struggles, maybe not identically, right? But if there's something there that is like, wow, okay, I'm not alone. And this is how she did this with the Lord, or this is how he did this with the Lord. Um, and to learn from each other's journey. Yeah. Uh, community is super important, like-minded community. Um, I started a, a group, um, you know, that that's why I even have a website. I don't need another website. I have a ministry in Ethiopia. I didn't, didn't need or want another one, but I realized that it's so important that people know they can reach out Um, that they can share authentically whatever they're struggling with um, and that they're not going to be judged but they're going to be pointed back always to christ look if if this book points back at me kim zember nobody's going to be helped right because I'm, i'm not a savior um i love the savior. And I, I I pray to love him more. Um, so my prayer is that we would find community um, of like-minded lovers. We're called the bride of Christ, you know, and, and so we are called to come together in this radical pursuit of Jesus's heart. And I think it's very important um, that we're authentic with each other and real, which means the truth of Christ and the love of Christ, as we talked about earlier too.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Kim. I, I I think you're just a perfect embodiment of that for so many people, uh, and and your story is uh, is and can relate to 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 so many people out there, especially a lot of young Catholics. I think there's a lot of yeah. young Catholic uh, men and women out there who who struggle with exactly what you struggled with, and absolutely. and and as you said, it might not be the most identical journey, but. But there's a lot of common parts, you know, (laughs) and so being able to um, address those in a very real way. I mean, I mean, your book is very down to earth, (laughs) right? Mm. Uh, And it's in it's in real language. I I love the titles of the chapters, you know, first and and everything is in lowercase, which which (laughs) which I love as well. It's nothing is screaming at you. You know, this is this is a real world down to earth um you know type of stuff and if you're listen if you're out there struggling with you know sexuality or anything in your life um you know get kim's book i mean it's that it also comes from uh, saint augustine too right you know a heart's are restless until he rest in you lord right restless heart and so um, Restless Heart: My Struggle with Life and Sexuality. Uh, it, it is through uh, Sof- Sophia Institute Press, so you can also visit sophiainstitute.com uh, and and be able to navigate to it as well. Or I'm sure it's everywhere Catholic books are sold as well. Too, it's on Kim. Amazon too. Yeah. yeah, so you can just search it, uh, folks. And uh, Kim, what was the what was the most um, you know? intimate part of writing the book for you? Like what, you know, what, what are some of the things that just came out of it that, that, that have helped you grow, you know, in in ministry and as a person that you can share with our audience?
3: You know, uh, in writing it, you know, you relive something you didn't necessarily want to live the first time. Uh, so I kind of had to relive what I had done and and the choices I had made. But what that continued to do, there was not a shame and a guilt and a condemnation. We know that comes from Satan. Mm-hmm. Um, there might be conviction, and I'm all about that. That's from the Lord. Um, but I had a lot of convictions through. And even to this day, um, I'm like, "How oh, Lord, I need you more. Look, I, I need the Lord more today than I did six years ago, October 17, 2014, when I, when I surrendered. Um, and so in that I think it's the beauty of it. Jesus didn't come as a magician. He didn't come as a one hit wonder. He came as a lover of our soul uh, to unite with us, um, to carry our burdens, to help us carry the cross um, that each of us have. And, and the blessings that I've seen people reaching out from all over the world, from India, from Italy, from all over the United States, um, you name it. And I've probably gotten an email or a message somewhere on social media or something. And it's just so beautiful for people to know that they have a safe place to reach out, I've seen so many people come back to the Lord, um, not because of me. It's because He's stirring in their hearts, um, and and they know that they can come to someone who's not going to just judge them or or point the finger at them, um, but try to journey with them um, and just share authentically my own journey that I'm still on. I'm not perfect. I don't got it. I need Jesus, like I said, just as much today as I did before.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I and and it's so wonderful to hear. Um, you're such a humble person, and you and you get it. Um, and I think that you know if there's if there's anybody out there listening that needs that message, um, you know, Kim, how how do they you know get in contact with you? How do different parishes and people get in contact yeah. with you uh, to have you out at their parishes and speak and all those and all those good things.
3: Yeah, um, as much as it sounds like a commercial, I promise it's not. But, uh, you know, anybody can go to the website. It's Overcome, M-I-N, for ministries, um, OvercomeMIN.com. Uh, and you can fill out a request there. Um, a lot of people ask for me to just come out and share uh, my journey. I'm in a lot of college campuses, um, might be at Focus this year. Um, and a lot. I just got off Steubenville campus uh, last month. And, um, so a lot of universities, young people are, there's just a burning desire in my heart because that's the age that I started to veer. And I just wish that someone was super real with me at that time. And so I just pray that I can be that, uh, in their life as well.
0: Awesome. Kim, thank you so, so much for spending time with us today and, uh, sharing with us all about, uh, your, your mission, your life, uh, and really God has called you to do amazing things. And so. Just thank you for being real with us. Thank you for being real with our listeners. I really encourage people to go over to your website, overcomemin.com, and also get a copy of Kim's latest book, which is Restless Heart. My Struggle with Life and Sexuality. Again, it can be found through uh, Sophia Institute Press, Amazon, and wherever uh, Catholic books are sold. Uh, so, Kim, really, I appreciate all of your time, and, uh, and thank you so much for, for uh, sharing with us again today on Young Catholics Respond. It's just been an absolute pleasure to have you. Amen. Truly honored. Thank you, brother. All right, well, folks, uh, this has been an episode of Young Catholics Respond here on Patchwork Heart Radio. Until next time, from all of us here at Patchwork
2: Heart Ministry, I'm Bill Snyder. Keep beating to your Catholic heart. You've been listening to Young Catholics Respond, a radio initiative of Patchwork Heart Ministry. To learn more about our ministry and program, visit us at patchworkheart.org. Or to get exclusive access and early ministry updates, become our patron on Patreon by searching for Patchwork Heart Ministry.